Welcome to That's Good Sports, I'm Brandon. I'm just waiting for Mark McGrath to kick me off of YouTube via Cameo Perna. That will make sense in a minute. And before I bring you all of the important NFL news from the week, here's Broncos linebacker Alexander Johnson revealing what a saber tooth does. Yeah, I want to know what saber tooth do. Sadly, that is the most exciting play the Broncos have made all year. I do want to thank everyone here for the support uh, and on Patreon. I will have donor uh, Patreon donor shoutouts at the end of this episode. And I hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving. A Thanksgiving that doesn't suck as much as a Bears-Lions game will Thursday morning. The Lions backup quarterback Jeff Driscoll has a bad hamstring, so we might get David Blow, which I don't like. That will be way too easy. Low-hanging fruit to say... Trubisky blows. NFL news coming to your face now. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Thursday is full of Thanksgiving ball. We've got Trubisky possibly trying to not lose to a guy named Blow. And a guy named Blow trying to blow out Trubisky. Then it will be the Bills defense in Dallas suffocating the Cowboys offense like the Patriots just did. This is a matchup between two current playoff teams, though. Uh, As you can see, the AFC playoff teams look a lot less threatening than the NFC. In Turkey Day conclusion, it's the Saints-Falcons game. That will be a coin toss between a great game or a Saints-David blowout over the Falcons, who seem to show up to play once every four weeks. Now, the Steelers decided to bench quarterback Mason Rudolph in favor of Devlin Hodges. Then, someone gave Mark McGrath money to announce the benching of Mason Rudolph via Cameo. Mason, unfortunately, the team is, uh, has not been uh, delivering, and we're going to have to go in a different direction. You know, it's time to make that change, and Duck is going to be our new starting quarterback going forward. You've done a hell of a job. You gave it your all, but uh, someone's got to, you know, someone's got to take the blame. And usually it'd be me, coach, but it's going to be you, Mason, this time. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you're an important part of this team. Of course, team is always about the sum of its parts, not just the parts. There is no me in team. There's no I either. There might be a me. Either way. Which wasn't nearly as harsh as Mike Tomlin revealing why he chose to go with Devlin Hodges. Dependent Mason, what about him? He has not killed us. I'm a little disappointed McGrath didn't reference some of his famous Sugar Ray songs for the announcement, like I did with Nirvana in yesterday's Ravens video. Sometimes a duck just wants to fly higher, higher, higher. But Mason, when it's over, is it really over? And all around the world, Mason Rudolph is a statue in the pocket and he's crumbling under the pressure. What is this world that we live in now where former lead singers from marginal 90s bands are benching quarterbacks? Right now, the Broncos are hiring Adam Duritz from Counting Crows to tell Brandon Allen to hit the bench. Yeah. The Bengals got Chumbawamba to tell Andy Dalton he's back under center, and Courtney Love is explaining the benefit of the shotgun offense to the Chargers to motivate Phillip Rivers to play better. 
Steelers receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, who suffered a concussion last week, decided if he couldn't live up to Antonio Brown's production on the field, it was time to at least be as efficient as AB off the field. The beginning of the end for Juju has begun as he posted a video of himself driving 104 miles per hour on Instagram. He has since removed the post. Duh. And AB, of course, was ticketed for driving over 100 in a 40. So be on the lookout for Juju to start throwing Ikea furniture off of his balcony and calling Mr. Rooney a cracker. Congrats to Lamar Jackson for winning his third Offensive Player of the Week award in November, fourth on the season. The week he didn't win it in November, it was when he had a lowly passer rating of 139.2, only threw four touchdowns and ran for a pedestrian 79 yards. Gonna have to do better than that, Lamar, than to win it all four weeks in a month. Sucker. Andy Dalton was named the starting QB again for the Bengals. I'm back. (laughs) I can explain why this happened, actually. Uh, The Bengals saw their chance to get the number one pick and struck by benching a competent quarterback in Andy Dalton for Ryan Finley, who ended up with a QBR of 22 in his uh, three games. Mission accomplished, but the Dolphins won two games, the Falcons won two more, and the Redskins Potatoes got two wins, which means the Bengals at 0-11 have a two-game lead for the first overall draft pick. Now they want to win so they can avoid the embarrassment of an 0-16 year while also getting that number one pick. And the best way to do that is to get the Red Rider BB gun back in the lineup against the Jets, a game they probably think is semi-winnable even for the Bengals. I mean, our goal was to come out here and make uh, the red rifle look like a red liner BB gun. And I think we did that. Wow. Broncos head coach Vic Fangio really hates having his back touched and human affection in general. I get it, Vic. Not everyone likes to be touched, especially when they're getting their ass thoroughly chewed up on the road in Buffalo. Would you touch a mob boss without his permission? Absolutely not. Maybe only on the day of his daughter's wedding. Raiders receiver Hunter Renfro broke a rib and punctured a lung in the loss to the Jets. Chest x-rays revealed Hunter Renfro has the lungs of a 60-year-old man. A healthy, non-smoking 60-year-old man, but still, we finally have confirmation Hunter does indeed have the closest locker to the asbestos in the Raiders' locker room, aging him at thrice the speed Clemson ever did. Jamal Adams and Darren Carr, the Carr brother we have never heard of, got into a weird Twitter spat. Adams posted a photo of him crushing Derek Carr in the Jets' domination of the Raiders. Darren Carr said, Saved for later with the rosy cheeked emoji. Look, I'm not one to question another man's masculinity. I think all of that macho and bravado stuff is a mask for deep insecurity. But is there more of a bitch ass emoji than the smiley rosy cheeks emoji? Mm-mm. For whatever reason, that pissed Jamal Adams off, so he said, frame it. Darren Carr said, and then posted photos of Gronk scoring a touchdown against Adams, and Adams delivered the death knell of insult, stating, I understand you never made it to the big stage, but stop living through your brothers. You need to focus on your little high school job. You got class to teach tomorrow. Ooh! About time, too. Somebody needed to put fucking teachers back in their place. Good work, Jamal. The New York Post wrote about how Sam Darnold got wasted after the Jets win and hooked up with a girl, but judging by this pass, he might have started drinking mid-game. 
and he was already nailing Jamal Adams from behind on the sideline. Not sure what he needed a girl for later. Baker Mayfield in five games since the bye week, including four games against top 10 defenses, has a completion percentage of 64, 245 yards per game, nine touchdowns, two picks. So he is playing better. And I find it interesting how the Baker Mayfield progressive commercials were ironic for half the year while he looked like he was regressing. But now that he's progressing again, I have to admit, those are some pretty solid ads. Very solid. Steeler safety Minka Fitzpatrick has eight takeaways this season. He leads the NFL. Each one makes the Dolphins pick slightly worse. The greatest middle finger to your former team since Earl Thomas literally gave the middle finger to his former team. And just how bad has it been being a Broncos fan this season? Well, the team is three and eight. They refuse to play their potential franchise quarterback, AKA Unlock Drew, Drew Locke. And to make matters worse, it snowed a foot here in Denver this week which is more than twice as long as the Broncos' average play in their final five drives against the Bills. That's right, 4.8 inches exactly was their average. A measurement I know like the back of my hand. Well, a, a measurement the front of my hand knows like the back of my hand anyway. When the Broncos hired Vic Fangio, he stated the team was not going to die by inches. And now they are dying by inches. I misuse the word irony a lot here, but that is actual irony, not happenstance. Weird. The worse the Broncos get, the smarters I get. Mmm, the silver lining. And finally, I'll leave you with uh, an example of why Bill Belichick is the greatest coach to ever do it. Without him, Tom Brady is nothing. He is Andy Dalton with the ability to be an Abercrombie model to make up for not elevating a shitty team to greatness. Brady's one touchdown against the Cowboys came after the Patriots blocked a punt and gave the New England offense the ball in the red zone. Now, listen to Bill Belichick here, knowing to play the wind for the best chance to block the punt. All the, the wind is kind of blowing across the field, you know, from the our bench to the Cowboy bench. And, and so the decision really for, you know, for the punt team is, you know, to punt with the wind, uh, which is into the rush, or and to he's punt. He's left-footed, correct? And he's left-footed, that's right. Yeah. Or to punt, uh, or for Jones to punt away from the rush, but into the wind. And the, the flag's uh, blown on the top of the upright, and the, the wind is kind of, you know, so kind of coming, you know, across the field, but, you know, a little bit into the face of the punter. And the punter's gonna, gonna punt this way again to try to use, uh, but it's, it's pretty well protected yeah. here. Uh, the problem is uh, the punter uh, walking into the, the teeth of the rush uh, to try to you know, deal with the win situation. That is an example of a coach who will find every single weakness you have and then exploit it like a 14-year-old owning your old ass on Fortnite. That play was the difference in the game. Plus, you give Brady two tripping calls. The NFL admitted we're not tripping calls this week, and it is really hard to beat New England when they are playing chess and you are playing with yourself because every girl on Tinder said she prefers a man in uniform. These uniforms. And yes, I do have big dick Patreon shoutouts for I love Tom Brady. Appropriate timing there. Because of the burp. Apparently I burped in the last episode and forgot to edit it out. Zach Dunn. Not bad for a running back. Believe that. Kaleeb Wall, Sean Edwards, Jams, Sam Garcia Jr., Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati, Brandon, my name is Wes, I love the Patriots and your wife is hot. Well, at least half of your taste is good. Broncos and Cardinals living together, mass hysteria. 
Jim Burchill, Poor Guy Helping Creators, Two Girlies, One Cup, Purple Ringtail, Dan Mitchell, and Candy Roethlisberger. Again, thank you guys so much for your donations. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We are working on the next Patreon-only video. That should be up in the next week and a half to two weeks for all $5 donors. And I'm adding to the $20 donors, if you want a personalized shout out, like those cameos Mark McGrath is doing on whatever social media platform you choose, I will give you one. Not that anybody wants that from me, but if you do, I will do it. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube's. Do the subscribing and I will subscribe to you. Not really. I don't know. Make sure you follow at WillKey6 on Twitter. Will helps me write, so he deserves a follow. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.